0: big yawn it was i'm tired this morning yeah
1: me too we've both been working so much
0: yeah
1: well welcome back or welcome if you've never been here before to the gig and erica show
0: it's been a long time <laughs> since we've said that yeah it it's actually been has like been five podcasts yeah or more <laughs> yeah
1: i feel like every couple of podcasts we change it where we make the podcast
0: yeah <laughs> Sometimes we're like super organized, and we're like, "All right, welcome back to the Gig and or Kids These Days podcast." And blah blah blah. This week we're you know, last week we were just, or not last week, but last time because we missed last week that was <laughs> that was my bad. I'm sorry about that. Um, but last time we didn't even say welcome. We were just like, well, "Yeah, talking to each other."
1: <laughs> but I I think I think that's part of the charm of our podcast. Yeah. is it's casual, there's no expectation, there's no, well, standard that the listeners have to live up to, you know, mm-hmm. we're just sort of giving people a snippet into our lives and talking about
0: whatever topics, we want. whatever we want, <laughs> yeah, yeah, last week we didn't do one because I totally overestimated my ability to handle work and YouTube at the same time. Yeah. I didn't do a video for myself. I didn't... We didn't do the podcast. I had... I worked six days last week, and the, the last two days of it were night shoots, and they were just brutal. Like, they were fun, but man, I was just, like, exhausted.
1: That happens. Yeah. And, and then...
0: And then you had work. And then
1: I had work, yeah. <laughs> when
0: I was home, so... Yeah it was hard to figure out a time to do it yeah we should have done it earlier in the week we had a chance to do it and i was like we'll be fine yeah <laughs> we'll do it on saturday after i get home from the night shoot
1: that's okay i think what we should start doing is we should start recording um a couple podcasts during the week mm. and then have like have one in the, in our back pocket to
0: yeah that's probably smart
1: yeah But at the same time, I like doing them like a day or two before we actually post it because then it's still pretty current. Yeah. Not that we talk about any pressing issues, really, but...
0: You never know,
1: though.
0: Yeah. I I always feel like if we do it a week in advance that we didn't actually do one. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. (laughs) Because we do it, like, we do it, right? Yeah. But...
1: Well, it's it's sort of a double-edged sword for me because I like the spontaneity of, like, it being fairly recent. Yeah. And, um... It it's, feels more genuine, mm-hmm. but at the same time, like what I'm kind of learning with YouTube right now, like you've been helping me with this, is we've been making videos ahead of time. Like I have a couple of videos ready kind of thing. Like um, I just posted today, thanks to you, because you edited it together, a highlight reel of the Instagram live stream that I did the other night. And then yesterday, or yesterday for us, um, I posted the full thing, which you helped me put together as well, and it's nice to have content to publish that didn't necessarily take um, hours and hours of thought and hours and hours of um, editing and stuff, I mean, you did a lot of editing for that, (laughs) which I'm very grateful for.
0: I was uh, was really into it because I was procrastinating. (laughs) Yeah,
1: you (laughs) were procrastinating for school, right?
0: Yeah.
1: I was like, wow,
0: I have so many assignments due, I'm going to edit gigs highlight reel.
1: I'm probably gonna end up being a bit like that. I've always been a bit of a procrastinator, and I'm, I'm applying for school, so we'll see how that goes. If I get in, I
0: think you'll be good. You you procrastinate, but you procrastinate like like way ahead of time. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like it's hard to describe. Like for me, I'm like I'm like I'm gonna do schoolwork, and then I look at it, and I'm like, I have other stuff to do. I don't really have time right now to do school, and then like now it's a month before my course ends and I'm like, oh my god, I have 10 assignments that I'm I don't have time to do anymore because now I'm working full-time like I didn't expect that right mm-hmm. but you like you're like I don't want to do it and then you're like, but I should do it like you kind of have this internal fight you know I do <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: well and also if I do procrastinate, I only procrastinate it's kind of, defeats the purpose of procrastinate but I procrastinate and then when I'm done procrastinating I still have enough time to do the thing that I need yes, to do yes that's
0: what I kind of meant but yeah. like for example
1: if I have a big script to memorize sometimes I get so stressed out that I will just watch YouTube videos for a day but yeah. then I still have a day or two left Yeah. so it almost isn't procrastinating it's just kind of like no, I'm not using the full potential of my time <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's still procrastinating
1: I mean, I have an audition on Monday, and uh, I have not really read the script. I haven't printed it out. I haven't, but I got it yesterday. I got it yesterday at like five. That's fine. So uh, it's like you know, it's still the morning. It's still still got time, but
0: sorry, these chairs are really squeaky. Really squeaky,
1: creaky, squeaky creaky. It's
0: from the live stream. <laughs> No one. Yeah. Chair, squeaky creaky. Yeah.
1: No one. Ceramic pear. You'll have to watch the live stream to to get that reference. No one ceramic pear?
0: No, no one. Ceramic, ceramic pear. pear. Oh. I'm, I totally it went right over me.
1: <laughs> I have a question for you. Oh god. Um, do you think and this is like anybody in the watching or listening to the podcast can answer this too. Do you think it's inappropriate to ask a previous, um, uh, like, colleague or business contact for help finding a new job? Like, I mean, I've already done this before, but I want to do this again, but I don't want to come across as, like, nagging. I want to be mm-hmm. professional about it, and I want to be, like... Um, grown up I guess like because I I fully have respect for individuals that I've worked with in the past that they have they have jobs that they're worried about and working on and a busy life and
0: I think if you have asked them in the past already then it's kind of it's a little inappropriate to ask them again
1: Yeah Yeah that's a good And I guess it depends on the personal relationship you have with them Yeah Um Yeah cuz I was wondering about that it's always hard to, like, especially if you're in a position where you're sort of in, a, in an in-between in job. A job that you're doing that's not, like, your passion. Yeah. You're doing it to, to fill some time and make some money.
0: But did you take this person's advice last time? Yes, I did. Hmm.
1: So it depends. Because yeah. last time they were very receptive of it. and
0: I mean, if they were totally fine with it, then... Like yeah, well, I I don't
1: know. Yeah, it's hard. I don't know. Yeah, it's hard to know because like you don't want to burn bridges.
0: Exactly. Yeah, I don't know. I don't yeah, know. no, no. I was just <laughs> curious right because I've been
1: thinking about that, and I thought it would be an interesting question to ask on the podcast. Hmm. Um. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna actually I'm gonna ask this question to the to the listeners to the audience now because, or not ask but say this now because. Um, I don't know who how often people listen all the way through the podcast but one of our next podcasts that we're thinking about doing is like a and a so if you guys have any questions for us that you would like us to answer on the podcast send it to our email or um, just
0: comment down below
1: comment down below
0: or you can tweet us or Instagram us um, our links to our social media it's always in at the description of the podcasts, mm-hmm. so you can find us there
1: I think we'll be posting on uh, Instagram like on our stories like a uh, ask us questions thing and we'll save questions from that to answer on the podcast yeah um we just thought it would be fun to do a kind of q a maybe it could become a regular a regular thing on the podcast
0: mm-hmm. yeah. we have like a whole list of podcast ideas but we never we always come up with new ones when we do a podcast it's so funny well
1: and part of the problem is uh, our list has a lot of ideas that need preparation
0: Mm, and we usually
1: were too busy during the week to actually do the preparation yeah so yeah
0: our one for next week let's try to oh no is next week the (laughs) Q&A
1: well it depends yeah that's the thing we don't make these decisions we don't make solid decisions
0: (laughs) okay well how about we (laughs) the one for next week let's do a a um
1: Prepared one,
0: prepared one, and then the week after we can do a and
1: Okay, sounds good. Okay, I have another question for you. Okay. Do you think <laughs> uh, there's validity in um, something being organic, whereas you don't, you didn't necessarily prepare as much as like traditionally is considered uh, the standard? Like for example, sometimes I don't do this all the time. So if my agent is listening don't worry, I am a professional actor uh, but sometimes I don't prepare an audition the way uh, would be expected like spending hours and hours memorizing the script going through the story arc and the character um, and and all that kind of stuff and writing down notes and going into you know, point and counterpoint I don't go into a lot of detail especially if the audition is like one page um, depending on the content of that page, but do you think there's something to be said about minimal preparation and it being organic?
0: Like Absolutely. Being
1: spontaneous. You always
0: hear about people going in to auditions and they to- they think they totally bombed it because they weren't prepared and then they book it. Like, um, a girl that we know yeah. was in L.A. She didn't, she didn't even have an L.A. agent or anything and her agent in Vancouver was like, Hey... I have an audition for you
1: it's like a last it's right minute. now yeah.
0: um, I can send you the sides but you know you don't really have time to memorize them and she was like oh my god so she didn't even like I don't think she. I think she said she didn't even look at them and she went to the audition and she thought she did absolutely horrible and she booked it she got number one on a TV show on a Netflix show
1: yeah and I I think a lot of people would hear a story like that especially if they're actors and they've been doing it for many years and are having trouble getting work would hear a story like that and be kind of bitter and be like, oh, well, why can't that happen for me? Or, um, you know, that's just not fair. But I think it should be reassuring. I think it should be like uh, reassuring in the way that it doesn't, sometimes, sometimes it does, but sometimes it doesn't matter how prepared you are. Sometimes it's just the right place at the right time. And I'm not saying that this person isn't a good actor that got this role. They're a great actor. Um, But they didn't even get a chance to give their best. And they still got it. Right?
0: Sometimes I feel like it's not about... Like, necessarily skills. Like, obviously, like... Like, she's... She's a very likable person. She's Mm -hmm. a big personality. And she's, like... Obviously, like, a very fun person. So Mm -hmm. I feel like sometimes... It's just that. Like, people see like personality and they're like you would be so fun to work with
1: yeah and I've actually had directors tell me um that that's what they look for in an audition
0: oh well there you go
1: like I can't remember (laughs) I mean
0: obviously you have to be able to act it's not like they just go off of personality yeah I've
1: had directors tell me that personally and I've been to the little events where there's like a panel of professionals working in the industry Mm -hmm. and the director was asked a question the person who's a director was asked a question about what they look for in an audition and they said sometimes they don't they, they look for one thing, right? Because it's hard to focus when you're watching many, many auditions or that you're sitting through a session of um, 50 auditions or whatever in a day and uh, you're seeing all these actors do pretty much the same thing over and over again. You're really just looking for someone who'd be fun to work with. Mm. Someone that you can have a good time with while working hard.
0: I think that's why sometimes it's not... I mean, <laughs> what? Why Sometimes it's it's best to make like a bold choice when you're doing auditions yeah. because they're seeing the same thing over and over again yeah. right they want to see something different and i think that that's why sometimes you hear people being like like they did something completely different that was like out of the box and they end up booking it because it catches the attention right
1: yeah well also even if you don't get it because i recently had an experience where i felt more fulfilled because I took a risk Mm -hmm. Um, and I felt like a better actor Um, because so I'm not going to give any like details because the the industry here is the community is pretty small Um, but I had an audition where it was pretty straightforward I've had tons of these auditions before and it's all the same kind of people going in and they're all going to do the same thing and I knew that but I saw potential for doing something a little bit more And it scared me to do that little bit more because it meant I had to be vulnerable. And I thought, well, what do I have to lose? Um, This casting director I know works very hard um, and spends hours and hours just sitting and listening and watching to people do the same things over and over again. So I thought, well, why not take a risk? So what I did was I tried to go to a more emotional place than what seemed like people were doing And um, I did a weird thing before the audition to get myself to that emotional place. And I told myself to not care what anybody else in the room thought, like the reader, the camera person, or the casting director. Do that weird thing. I even involved the reader in it to get me going. (laughs) They were fine with it. But the thing is, when I came out of it, well, when I was done, the casting director told me I did a good job, which is actually fairly rare. Especially when, like, you know, they're tired and they've been sitting yeah. through session because after session. like, thank you. Thanks, or have a good day. <laughs>
0: Thanks for coming in. Yeah.
1: Um, but she actually said, wow, that was good. So, that was, like, that was all I needed. I didn't get the role. I don't care now. I felt it doesn't like, film
0: until August, so we maybe really?
1: need oh, <laughs> it. Really? Oh, I thought it filmed sooner, so. Maybe I did get it. I don't know. I think no, they it's I think a small role.
0: They would have cast it already. They
1: would have cast it already. But, I don't care. Because... When you're going to audition after audition, doing the same thing over and over again, and you start to question whether you can even do the job anymore, Mm. um, taking little risks kind of jolts you back into the passion of it and uh, the reality of the fact that even if you do a good job, that doesn't always... Even if you were the best, I'm not saying I was the best, but even if you were the best... That doesn't mean you're gonna get it mm-hmm. um, and Absolutely. that goes for job interviews and um, not just acting right
0: and a lot of the time well maybe not a lot of the time but it's common for people to be hired just because they're friends with people
1: yeah just because they're friends with people or because they have more followers on social media or
0: like not to be bitter at all I'm, I'm just pointing out things you know yeah but I've, I went to an audition and this girl showed up with in her pajamas <laughs> her hair messy, no makeup. And then And that was not the character. And that was not the character at all. Yes, this for this character was in um university, but she was very put together and like that like preppy. Yeah. And she booked it. Like I was I was so shocked. I was like I could never I'd be blacklisted if I did that. But she's she's friends with so many people it, like, when she saw yeah. the casting director, they were, like, hugging and, like, chatting and talking. And I was yeah. like, this is interesting. Like, it's, it makes me want to, like, network better. <laughs>
1: yeah, it makes you want to network better. But also, at the same time, you don't know whether she went in there and did, like, an amazing audition. Well, that's right? true, because of course. there is also something to be said about that hard work. Because, yeah. it, like I said, it's a double-edged sword. Yeah. Whether you um, are there at the right time or the right moment, or you worked so freaking hard that you proved that it doesn't have to be the right time or the right moment. Mm. Or right time and right place. I have the saying wrong. But
0: whatever. It still works.
1: Yeah. So I think like to think about that and think over all that stuff, um, it can take away anxiety Mm. because then you realize you just have to do what's best for you.
0: Absolutely. And for me, like it makes me feel better to get like to dress like the character and to do like hair and makeup, how the character would do it. But maybe for her she feels better. If she has, like, no baggage of the character on her. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like,
1: Or she was doing something different. She was doing a different take, like you said.
0: Mm-hmm. Doing
1: a different, like, maybe she was thinking university character. Um, like, she put the preppy thing aside mm-hmm. if that was part of the character and thought, well, if I was in university, I'd be in my pajamas all the time because I'm studying and I'm tired and, yeah. you know, university okay. students walk around in their pajamas. Yeah. So maybe that was her take on it because, like I said, Taking a risk yeah. can be a good thing.
0: True enough. Yeah, I didn't think about that.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, I find it's okay to be upset about things. You feel the way you do, but if you're if you, you got to keep yourself in check. If you're yeah, bitter, yeah, you can't
0: let you, it like control your life.
1: Yeah, if you're bitter about something for a while, then you go, okay, I've had my moment. I've yeah. had my bitterness about this for a while.
0: Need a reality check. Need a reality check. It's or, not about you. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Give yourself an ego. <laughs> Uh give your ego a break.
0: <laughs> Take the mirror away from your face. Yes.
1: <laughs> it's funny because like being an adult and working and living in the real world.
0: The real world? The real world, I don't know. Were you living in a fake world before? <laughs> yeah, I was. I was living in my
1: my ego world. Um I'm learning that even though it is the real world, everyone's ego like uh, influences every aspect of life, like, mm. like even having a conversation like this one, where we're talking about how to approach jobs and stuff like that. Um, uh, people have preconceived notions because they're trying to protect themselves.
0: Yeah.
1: Right, like I was saying about the vulnerability thing. Sometimes you have to make yourself vulnerable, but a lot of people are not comfortable with being vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And people don't even realize because it's almost like a survival thing. I think I was told in acting class a long time ago that the part of our brain that stops us from being vulnerable is like the reptilian part of our brain, not reptilian. What's reptilian the, uh, yeah. or reptiles? The, the lizard, the lizard part of our brain that wants to just survive because being mm. vulnerable means we could die yeah. if we were still like little animals, right? But if you believe in evolution, then. We, our society is so safe. Yeah. Being vulnerable shouldn't cause us physical or life-threatening harm.
0: I'm having trouble talking because I'm so tired. That's okay. (laughs) Uh, (sighs) I also haven't eaten anything.
1: Yeah, we need to have some breakfast.
0: I really want a good bagel. We had bagels yesterday, but they sucked. Yeah. Never have Starbucks food. Starbucks food. They make good coffee, and that's... Don't just stick with that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking to myself. I'm not talking to you guys.
1: <laughs> yeah. you're talking to Starbucks. 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 Make better or don't make food. Yeah. Just take away your food. Oh, leave the croissants. Leave the croissants. And the coffee cake. Yeah. The croissants and the coffee cake, those are the only two food items you're allowed to sell. <laughs> and then everything and else the has to be coffee.
0: The pumpkin cookies.
1: <laughs> oh, like around, yeah. The, the ones, Halloween ones. The those sugar cookies so that have good. like the icing on them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the Christmas ones.
0: Have I had one? Oh, the snowman.
1: This, this not. The, oh yeah, the snowman. I thought it was a polar bear.
0: Oh, there was a polar bear. Oh. With a scarf, a the scarf. It looked like his his throat was slit, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Blood. There was uh. a there was a Starbucks next to my high school, and I used to go there like every single day. Yeah. Yeah. Remember, I'd skip class and I'd go get a chocolate croissant. Oh for right. Yeah. <laughs> don't skip class kids don't skip class i had mental health issues so i have an excuse yeah. <laughs> i still do
1: that's the thing about like i'm considering doing school but i'm scared that it's gonna affect my mental health in a way that like i feel like i'm handling things pretty well like i was talking to a co-worker last night and he was really impressed with how organized and how put together yeah. my life is like he was impressed that i was applying for school he was impressed about like my career that i've already had and that i'm working so much and yeah and i was talking about computer stuff too because he wants to buy a laptop and he's like how, how do you know all this like <laughs> like what's ram what's a cpu what's so funny like he didn't know anything so i was teaching him and yeah. he was very grateful for that and i was having fun like telling him about it but yeah. he was so impressed about um like uh how organized my life is and how organized my goals are and mm. how motive like um how much I care about my future basically right yeah. because I was also talking about how we want to save up for a house to buy yeah. an apartment to start out right and he's or
0: a house or a house <laughs> anything can't afford a house a, here, shack. a shack yeah a shed a
1: Shaquille O'Neal yeah. um
0: <laughs> couldn't hold in
1: your laugh <know>. um but <laughs> then then he was like well you should buy two and that's what you said right buy two but apartments rent one out and then well, no see, that's like
0: buying one apartment if
1: we could afford uh, a mortgage then buying two would just be like buying one
0: yeah my mom was saying maybe we should buy one and still like live with her yeah or live with your parents yeah and then rent out the place that we buy to help yeah. pay off the mortgage until we feel financially comfortable moving in but i'm like then what's the point we want to like we want our own place. And
1: I said that too because he brought he brought up that thing the two, right? And yeah. I said that's the same as buying one and we want to be on our own. Yeah. Um but the thing is it actually doesn't make a difference. No. Because if we did buy one and we rented it out, we'd still be in the same situation as if we didn't buy one and we waited until we financially stable. Yeah. So
0: except we'd we'd have it sooner and we'd have to deal with the stress of renting it out and it potentially being damaged.
1: Yeah. But that's like Basically, it's like giving yourself another job, right? Because you're a landlord, and that's your job.
0: Yeah, except you're not really making money from it because the money that you're getting from rent is just going directly to mortgage.
1: Not necessarily. And that's why. That's why of. rent. That's why rent in most places is more expensive than a mortgage.
0: So that's why rent's so expensive because mortgages are so expensive. <laughs> yeah,
1: because mortgages are so expensive, and then people also don't want to just like if people um, use real estate as a As their job, right, Mm -hmm. right. Then, then they're doing things like that. They're buying places and they're renting them out, Mm -hmm. but they've got to make a profit. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't. I haven't gotten into business school yet, but (laughs) (laughs) that's kind of the basic knowledge that I have on that.
0: I just want my own place so that.
1: (laughs) Me too. I mean, it feels like
0: so that I can just walk around in my underwear.
1: I mean, (laughs) I I'd like to do that too, (laughs) but it feels like. I guess I understand why young people are so bitter. I mean, I'm a young person. I'm bitter sometimes. But it feels like society is kind of designed to put us at a disadvantage. Because, like, my dad bought his first house when he was 20. I mean, he had to rent out rooms. But he still got to live there and he still owned it. Yeah. Right? And he was working construction. So...
0: Working you construction now, you could not buy a house. No. No.
1: You couldn't buy a house? And
0: you wouldn't... Oh, well, I guess construction, yeah, you could get a mortgage. But, like, for us, I mean, for young people now, unless you're working a full-time job and you have been for, like, over a year, they won't even consider you for a mortgage.
1: I think they will. I think they will consider you. You're just subject to higher rates. But, I mean, I don't know because I haven't... We haven't applied for a mortgage. We haven't... Yeah. We don't know. We should We should find a, um, a real estate agent... And ask them questions and learn. Well,
0: I know one. We should just...
1: Yeah. We should be like, hey, can we buy you a coffee? Can you tell us what to do? Yeah. Because also at the same time, we're looking at apartments and stuff online, but that's not all that's available. There's stuff that... There's a ton of stuff that's privately listed or only listed through real estate agents, Mm -hmm. specific ones where you'd have to go to their website. You can't just go on a, like, realtor.ca.
0: Well, and some people list their places, like, on like you said, private listings or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that means, but... Um, but, like, they only want cash, you know?
1: Yeah, I actually saw one that was interesting. I was like, wow, two bedrooms, two bathrooms for, like, 300 and something thousand dollars. I'm like, yeah. that's a really good deal um, here, like, 360 or whatever. And and then it was like, they want all cash because it's got leaky condo. Like, it's a leaky... The whole building's leaking. Like, so they said either you, you pay whole all cash and either... Um, the building will be uh, rain-screened, so, like, fixed. Like, they'll, oh, they'll waterproof it. Or it'll be sold to a developer, and then the developer will pay you out. But the thing is, you've got to have the cash for the apartment in the first place, and there's a possibility you would make a profit because the developer has to buy everybody out.
0: That's so weird.
1: Yeah, that is really weird.
0: What, like? It
1: feels shady. It feels like have it have shouldn't a, be legal. Wait,
0: was it a house or an apartment? It was an apartment. So don't they have a contingency fund?
1: Um, I guess... I guess the cost of repairing, like, rain-screening the entire building is more than their contingency fund. Like, they wouldn't... There's The whole reason yeah, is they can't be afforded. Like, they can't, they can't usually, afford it. But
0: usually, like, my mom, every single place that she has lived, she's had to pay for the roof to be redone. Like, every single place that she's bought. And, okay, <laughs> she sold her place before, like... Like, right before they Mm -hmm. were gonna, or was it right after, or, like, when she first moved, okay, hold on, back up. (laughs) But we lived in Burnaby. I think she had just paid for a new roof, and then we were moving to Vancouver. And then, as soon as we moved to Vancouver, they were like, we're doing a new roof. Mm. So then she had to pay, like, the strata, basically, you pay, I don't know, I don't know how it works. Mm -hmm. But it's not like, she didn't have to pay in cash for the place because they're getting a new roof.
1: No. Um the reason why this one building that I was talking about is that way, I'm pretty sure is because it's going to be sold to a developer. Right? And
0: why would you want to buy it?
1: Cuz you're buying into real estate. Like you're you're buying you're buying a share of the area and then a developer is going to want to buy that area because it doesn't matter. It's like
0: you'll get more money for it probably, probably from the developer. Right? Like, but if you have that amount of money in cash, I don't think you're worrying about getting into the real estate market. No.
1: No, 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 That's why it's like that would be a terrible idea for us because one, yeah. it's all cash and two, it's it's not like first time home buyers, right? Like no. like there's a building not far from where we are right now and there's a one bedroom, one bathroom for like three hundred, two ninety nine and it's um but it's an old building. Mm. Right? Um I mean, maintenance fees are so low or whatever strata fees are so low. But um it says first time home buyers or investors, right? Yeah. So there's always a trade-off like if you want to get into the market.
0: It's so horrible cuz I just want to be like, you know, move into a two bedroom. <laughs> I'm so spoiled.
1: I want a two bedroom too because like we have We have these like hobbies slash trying to make it our jobs of creating content. It would be nice to have an office. Absolutely,
0: we We both have computers Mm -hmm. like full desktops with monitors, Mm -hmm. like big ass monitors. And you (laughs) big ass monitors. You have two monitors and I have one, which is a it's a big one. It's a TV. It's a TV, and I love sewing. Yeah, and I I would love to have Have a have a desk for space. Yeah.
1: Gosh, being a young person sucks. No, it's fine. No, it's like, just
0: like our parents, you know.
1: <laughs> oh, it's the baby boomers' generation.
0: No, it's their fault. I'm not saying it's their fault. I'm just saying they're like, when are you gonna buy a house? But like, they could buy their houses at our age, right?
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, and they could, that's have, they
0: could pick whatever they wanted.
1: It's funny. I know someone who um, has some very extreme views, and I I don't really like. Uh, agree with a lot of them but uh, one of the things they brought up was that the the birth rate is falling yeah, oh yeah but
0: apparently sorry go ahead you but I don't finish.
1: think that's a bad thing like I'm not saying you know we should um, like drop the population down by a mass amount I'm not one of those people but the thing is <laughs> yeah um, the thing is we're complaining about how we can't make our economy stable. Like, we can't... Like, there's always something out of whack. Like, yeah. in Vancouver here, the housing market has been out of whack for, like, over a decade. For even longer. It's... But the thing since is... Since
0: 2007, right? 2008?
1: Yeah, since the, the, but the crash. The crash. Yeah. And the thing is, nobody thinks... Nobody will say it's because we've got too many people for one area. I'm not trying to sound negative. But our parents' generation... When our parents' generation were our age, the population of the planet was, like, half of what it is now.
0: Well, it's so crazy. Like, we reached a billion people in, like, 1890 or something.
1: Yeah, I'd love to check the facts on this.
0: I had. I can't remember. It was, like, it was like the late 1800s. And then we reached 2 billion, like, 30 years later. So 30... or or just yeah just look it up
1: when did we reach 1 billion yeah 1804 1804.
0: okay gotcha and then it reached 2 billion in 1927 and it only took 33 years to reach 3 billion in
1: 1960 so when my mom was
0: born there was 3 billion people on the earth so she she watched it go from 3 billion to 7 billion that's wild like my mom's not old (laughs) that's a really short amount of time
1: yeah to my, go from my, three
0: billion to seven billion people my
1: dad's 10 years older than your mom so he's seen an even bigger jump yeah. right but that means when he was if he was 20 it would have been 1970 so another 10 years after your mom was born there there was probably still around three billion maybe four billion but still it's just if you think about that right oops the resources of the planet okay this is just, I'm just starting to sound like Thanos but that's not what I mean. What I mean is,
0: we need to be sustainable.
1: We need to be sustainable. And right so now we are not complaining about birth rate dropping. Like,
0: why is that something to complain about?
1: Uh, what's the saying in a uh, something about entropy? Oh, I do know. In a in a closed system, entropy will only increase. What
0: does that mean?
1: Entropy, here, I want to look up the definition <laughs> of entropy just so I get it right. I know what it means, but.
0: Entropy.
1: Entropy is a thermodynamic quantity representing the an unavailability of a system's thermal energy for conversion into mechanical work. But basically, it means the gradual decline into disorder.
0: Okay, so what's the quo?
1: Uh a, cl- a closed system uh, only has, okay, hold on. It's from a song. I've heard it in a song. A closed uh, entropy increases in a clo- uh, in a closed system. Entropy can only increase. So in a closed system, there's no room for more energy to be put in, right? There's no room like the Earth is a closed system. Yeah. Where we have a limited amount of resources. So if yeah. we keep adding people to it. The, oh, there's, something, decrease, there's something there's something that's gonna there's something else that's gonna have to um, like suffer for it yeah. right suffer is such a dramatic word but
0: but yeah it's true
1: so I feel like it's a very old fashioned uh, notion to think that our birth rate has to always be like steady or high right
0: okay what I was gonna say when you first started talking about it there was a <laughs> there was an article that said that our generation is just not having sex
1: I don't think that's true.
0: Like, like way less sex than okay we're supposed to be having. Apparently,
1: I think that's true. I just said I don't think that's true, but I agree. <laughs> uh, I think our generation is having less sex, I but think I think it's because we're all depressed and we're all stressed about money and work and <laughs> and and, uh, and all that kind of stuff. The
0: last but, thing I think any of, any of us wants is to have to be able to care for another human being, like a child. Yeah, because we not, we don't have any money. We have yep. no money. We don't have, like, most of us want to be married and and in, like, a stable financial situation in a house before they have kids. And, like, for, honestly, most of us, I feel like that's never going to happen.
1: Yeah. Well, and also, um, our generation is quite selfish, which is not a bad thing. Um, because, because we're in this, uh, a general situation where it seems like we have to work a little bit harder for it, Um, just because of the economy and whatnot. Um, we, you always burp on the podcast. I
0: know, it's because I'm nervous.
1: We, what was I saying? We, um, we want things. We want things for ourselves, but we almost feel like we're not allowed to have it because, um, you know, the, the environment is dying Mm -hmm. and the economy isn't good. So we've got to work hard and put it, put back in and fix it. Right.
0: Yeah. Um, there's always memes that are like um, I don't remember what I was going to say <laughs> I don't know it was basically just I can't think
1: I think we need to have breakfast
0: yeah <laughs> I don't know what I just said that's
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, okay and I mean the thing is we complain a lot about like our generation on the podcast yeah, I mean that is fun. kind of what our podcast is about a little bit yeah
0: kids these days
1: yeah and it's funny because I feel like people get a little bit, like, butthurt. They're like, well, no, like, older people. Mm. Well, no, that's not, like, you gotta look at, like, you know, your demographic and stuff, and it's, like...
0: Millennials hold the, the call what, it? <laughs> what is it? Uh,
1: highest, uh, like, majority of the vote.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I don't But know I, I don't
1: know if that's true because, um, well, first of all, we're kind of not really Millennials. Oh that's We're, true. On the we're Gen X. Or we're no Gen Z. Gen Z. I
0: always say Gen X. I don't mean to. We're
1: on that we're on the tail end of millennial. And that actually, um, maybe millennials hold a large vote, but the thing is, the baby boomer generation is still there. Mm-hmm. Right? They're not all gone. And there's quite a few of them. But I think because the reason why it's said that millennials hold the majority of the vote is because the baby boomers had the millennials, they, that's their offspring. But the thing is, offspring.
0: for groups, like for, what are those called?
1: Like, Demographics?
0: I or... guess so, like the millennial, Gen X, Oh, all that.
1: just like, yeah, I don't know what they're called. Um,
0: sure, millennials are probably the biggest population right now in for those groups. Yeah. But all of the other groups. Groups, yeah together is bigger than millennials yeah and also um that like how do we have the majority yeah sure we have the majority for
1: you have to also put psychology in there you put psychology in there because if um you look at millennials behavior nobody wants to vote
0: yeah because we feel like we can't change anything
1: yeah which I guess is the point. Right? And there's nobody
0: good to vote for. Give us someone good to vote for. I yeah. mean, I do vote. I'm not yeah, saying no, I don't vote. We, but we it's vote. ridiculous. How... But the thing
1: is, if we want to vote for somebody, we're not going to vote for, a no offense, a baby boomer.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Right? Because those are the people we're voting for. So we need more millennials
0: in, <laughs> in, in yeah. politics. No, I mean. Yeah, AOC. Um, Come up to Canada. Uh,
1: well, I don't know. <laughs> no? No. You don't like her? uh i i think she's got some more modern views but
0: uh i just we me more millennials. she's the only millennial um mm-hmm. what, what is she <laughs> i don't even know what position she's in but
1: is she a democrat
0: no yeah but what's her position <laughs> like governor mayor What? The, oh what is yeah she i don't know yeah i, I don't, don't know
1: because it's American politics. Yeah, I don't
0: know anything about American politics. I'm getting in a bad mood, so I need to go eat.
1: Okay, anyways, we're we're off topic anyways. Not that we had a topic. We didn't have
0: a topic. Our topic was going to be best friends in our childhood, and we... We
1: decided not to do that. That's not... That wasn't our intent when we got into this.
0: Um, should I talk about charity? Yeah. All right. (sighs) Today's charity (laughs) is, um, the Kettle, the Kettle Society, um... Basically, they have a whole bunch of services, but their main thing is um, housing for homeless people with mental health issues. Well, actually, not just homeless people, anybody with mental health issues who needs help, but they also um, specialize in, like, many community services, like, they have a mental health drop-in, they do um, advocacy for mentally ill people, they have outreach services, um, supported employment, Um, they have health clinics, and they also have... Um, It says mental health first aid I don't know what that is but
1: Well, um, for those of you who don't know I actually work with the Kettle Um, I have a casual job there Um, But uh, The Kettle has um, Mental health workers So I think that's what they mean by mental Mm. health first aid So if if somebody's having a crisis Then there's somebody there to help, usually
0: Yeah So if you want to Check them out Or donate, which we would love uh, you can go to thekettle.ca, and you can just read about them there. Mm.
1: They are a nonprofit organization, so it's not like if you donate that it's going somewhere bad. <laughs> it's going into gigs pocket. Yeah, it's not going in my <laughs> pocket. Um, <laughs> I just made it sound like they don't pay me. Uh, but anyways, uh, uh, anyways, thank you guys for listening. This one was a bit of a mess, but I thought it was fun. So yeah, it's our podcast. We can do what we want.
0: Yeah. We need to start doing more games. I enjoy yeah.
1: that. Yeah, the games are fun, but every once in a while. When I, when we do we rants,
0: yeah, when we do rants, I always feel like we end it, and I'm like, God, I'm so negative. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, we did a whole part of like this podcast that was about um positive outlook on like working, and stuff.
0: Did we? <sighs> yeah. <laughs> okay, let's go. Let's okay. go eat bagels.
1: Thanks guys for thanks guys thanks guys for listening and watching.
0: Hope you have a wonderful day, night, evening whatever afternoon,
1: month, year.
0: Yeah. Just have a good life. Okay. Yeah. Bye. Bye.